Well, hello there. Welcome back. We are about one third of the way through 2021. And I'm sure after the year that we had last year, that a lot of you are excited for your summer trips that we are ready to move it and shake it again and get out. So today I'm going to be talking about how to do fitness and health on your trips and try to stay on track for your goals while still having a fantastic vacation. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed, so I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. All right, so today we're going to keep it pretty simple. I am going to give you five tried and true tips that I love and that I utilize regularly and have been very effective for me for years and years. And I always suggest my clients do it. When clients coach with me, I also send them an email about how to handle trips. And this is some of the information that I include in that. And I think it's going to be effective for you as well. So hopefully it is. My first tip is for you to prep your workout. If you're going on a trip and you don't want to work out, that's totally fine. Go on your trip, don't work out. But if you are someone who does care to keep up a workout routine because it makes you feel good, because you enjoy it, then you want to prep the workout to help it happen. Let me explain the best way to do this. So number one, something that I think is super effective is on Instagram, you can make folders. You know how you can save a workout and then you can name the different folders all year long, I would save workouts that you see that are weightless workouts that normally only take three to five, you know, feet of space or are running workouts, interval, anything like that, HIIT workouts, and I would save them in a folder called weightless. I even use a hashtag for my own workouts this way, and if you search in hashtags DFH weightless, you're going to come across all my workouts that only use body weight, and you're going to be able to use all of those on your trip. Now, you can make this folder, and you can share workouts all year long into this folder and put them in there. And then when you go on a trip, you're not going to feel trapped. Even if you're in a hotel room or you're staying even in just like a bedroom in someone's house, if you're visiting friends or family, you're going to have weightless workouts that you can do anywhere outside, inside, and they're going to be really effective. I have a folder that's called that and I use it all the time. Then before I do go on my trip, I look in the folder and I organize which ones I want to do which day, or I'll write out the workouts. So the morning of when I go to start that workout, I'm not just like lollygagging around. I'm getting it quickly done and I'm moving on to enjoy the vacation. So make that folder in your Instagram, weightless workouts, and start saving them all year long. And you will thank me later when you go on a trip and you're like, I have 15 workouts that I can do anywhere now. So that's my first tip. My second tip to working out is to bring bands, pack bands. I am a massive, massive fan of resistance bands. I swear by them. I literally use them probably in every single workout I have, even if I have equipment. I have a rack. I have dumbbells. I still use bands like a maniac. I love them. So there's lots of different ways you can use bands. You can tie them around fences. So if you're going, you know, 
we like to go to Utah. We have a family ranch there, so I'll tie it around the fences. You can tie it around telephone poles. You can tie it around benches. If you go to a park, you can put it in hotels. I've put it around the legs of tables or desks or even the leg of a bed, and I'm able to make like a cable pole that way, and it makes them really effective. I really do love bands. You can also even buy an attachment. I want to say this attachment is like maybe $10. There's lots of different ones where you can hook the band through the attachment and then you can shut it in the door and that includes your car door. You can turn your car into a workout machine with bands. It's amazing. I would get short bands, the small loops that go around your like right above your upper thighs. I use those a lot and I would also get long bands in different resistance. Currently, right now, all the bands I have are from the X bands. Again, it's the, the letter X, bands. And I love their bands because they're thick. They don't roll. They last a really long time. I've never had one snap on me before, and I just think they're really high-quality bands. And if you use code DELISHFIT, you get 10% off. So you can try their bands. They're amazing. You're more than welcome to go to your local sports store and find some, but I have found that most of the bands they sell in store are thin and they roll and they don't even offer very good resistance. So I really love this brand. I've used them for years. And again, you can get 10% off if you use the code DELISHFIT. It's D-E-L-I-S-H-F-I-T. And that's 10% off. And you can find them on Instagram. They're called the X-Bands or online. But I love bands. Pack them. They take up no room. You can slide them under your car seat if you're driving. You can put them in the tiniest pocket in your suitcase and you won't even notice them. Or you can lay them flat at the very bottom of your clothes and they won't take up extra space. So prep your workout, get those weightless workouts, and bring bands. That, those are my best tips. If you're in a hotel where they have a gym or, every, or anything like that, that's great. So use that. But if you're in a situation where you don't have access to a fitness equipment, those two options are going to be the most effective for you. I'm also going to suggest that on your trips, you just simply try to be a little bit more active. The truth is when we go on vacation, often we tend to eat more food, which is great. The food is part of the enjoyment of a vacation, which means we also do want to make sure that we are being more active. So we tend to, before we go on a trip, look for hikes in the area so we can enjoy nature. We will try to explore the town on foot. And we will often even, you know, bring a stroller for our kids to make it easier. And even if we're going somewhere where we could easily drive, if it's not that far away, we will choose to walk because there's a couple of reasons. A, we enjoy each other's company more. B, we get fresh air. And C, we get outside and get to see where we're visiting. So we will often choose to walk when at home more we will choose to drive because we have the time. We're normally not in a hurry on vacation. It's a little bit more lax. So we often choose a walking option or we'll even rent bikes if we're going to a new area and we'll try to ride around on bikes because that's a little different experience. So wherever you're going, think about how can I do a few activities that are a little bit more active and make time for those things and even like extend my time that if I need to walk more places, I can and you can enjoy the scenery and enjoy your company with whoever you're with. My next tip is going to be, and it's going to sound a little bit different, but let me explain. I am going to tell you to bring snacks, to pack a bag of snacks or put your snacks in your suitcase. Here's a couple reasons why. 
Snacks help you to not be overly hungry because oftentimes between meals, we let it go too long before we eat. So when we get to that meal, we're ravenous and we overdo it. And when we are hungry, we tend to eat faster and then we eat more food before we can register that we're actually full. So having snacks with you throughout the day is going to help keep your insulin more level and help you feel more level and is going to stretch the amount of time between your meals. And then when you go to your meals, you can enjoy whatever you're having and choose mindfully when you're picking your meals and not just out of like savage hunger because you haven't eaten in a little while. I literally always have a snack in my purse. Even if I'm not on vacation, even if I'm just around town, I always have a snack with me because not having a snack with me is literally like a mom leaving her house without a diaper for her baby for a couple hours. Like that's never gonna go well. It's gonna backfire. And if you don't have snacks on trips or when you are away from home for a long period of time, it's gonna backfire and it's gonna cause problems. So I'm gonna suggest that you pack simple snacks that are obviously non-perishable. So I tend to like to bring jerky. That's an easy one. It can be hot or cold. It doesn't really matter. I bring protein bars. I really like nuts too because nuts are a such a good healthy fat and I only need like a handful and it will make me feel satisfied for like a decent amount of time. So I love packing different kinds of nuts. You can even get different flavored ones if you like. I also bring protein powder. Now, the tricky part is you don't have necessarily like a fridge sometimes to like bring, you know, almond milk or whatever you mix your protein powder with. So you have the choice of just mixing with water, but I often will put in my suitcase the shelf almond milks. They like, you can get some that are non-perishable that stay on the shelf and you can even get them in little individual serving sizes. So I don't have to open a big container. They come in a four pack. I've pretty much seen them at most stores. I know most health food stores have them, but I've even seen them at Target. So you can bring that and a shaker bottle, and then after you work out in the morning, you can easily get some protein in before you get your meal, and it's just going to kind of help you feel more satisfied. I even bring snacks for my kids because I don't want them being starving between meals either. So I tend to bring cuties and we bring string cheese or we bring those little packs for all of us. And honestly, we all eat these things. Have you seen those little packs where they have like meat, cheese, and nuts? They have some higher quality ones now that are more all natural and there's tons of different flavors. You can find those most of the time in your cooler section at your grocery store. And obviously these things are more processed, but again, you're not in your normal habits and you kind of just have to do with what you have and what works. So while obviously having whole foods as snacks is a great idea, these are great options that are non-perishable or that are going to travel pretty well, you know, even for a day or two if they're not in the fridge and you'll be able to throw them in a fridge, you know, out of family members or in the hotel and they're still going to last, but they're going to help you stay full and satisfied. So I tend to lean towards snacks that are higher protein and higher fat because it's hard to get protein on trips and fat helps keep you full. And both of those digest a little bit slower than carbohydrates. And while I love carbohydrates, I promise you, carbohydrates will not be hard for you to find on your trip. That will be no problem. No matter where you're going, it's easy. So I tend to lean towards bringing snacks that are higher protein, higher fat. My next tip is going to vary depending on your situation and you will know your own situation and you will know what's right for you. So you're going to have to think about this and decide if it works for you. The situation is more for if you are visiting a family member or a friend. So you are staying in someone else's house. I normally, when I stay with my family and friends, they know me pretty well. I have no issues 
adding food and going to the grocery store and bringing some food in. Now, again, you know your own family and friends and if that's okay. I also will offer to help prepare meals. Now, what I don't want you doing at all costs is going to the store and saying, well, I had to go buy my own food because the food in your house is unhealthy. Or I had to make all my own meals because you eat bad. Do not do that. Like, no, 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 no. Because you're alienating the person you're staying with. And that is not good for any relationship. So at all costs, say nothing like that. None of the sorts. You can use your language in a much better way to help them feel included instead of excluded. So I will often say, hey, it is so nice of you to have me over. What if we prepared one of the dinners one night and gave you a break? It's such a nice way of saying like, let me make you dinner. And that person's gonna be like, oh, okay. Or something else you can say is, I have a really great recipe that I've been dying to try. Do you wanna make it together with me tonight? Like that's so simple and it is inclusive instead of exclusive. So all of a sudden you and your mom or sister or sister-in-law or friend are trying this new recipe that maybe you've looked up before you came and you actually know is healthy, but you don't even have to talk about that. You can just make this meal and enjoy it together. And maybe you won't even like that recipe, but who cares? You'll both laugh about it and you ate the dinner together and you won't even feel bad about it and they won't feel bad. Or maybe you'll both love it. I don't even mind if it's a recipe that is tried and true for you and you say, let's try this recipe together. Because to her, it's new and at all costs, I'm like, do not alienate that person. If you are staying with someone and you want to try to help, you know, prepare food or whatever it is, make sure that your language is smart and it is inclusive at all costs. If you're bringing food into the house, you can even say, I just feel so bad eating all your food. I wanted to pitch in so that like, then my kids aren't like eating everything and ravaging your house and having everything be gone. So say it that way. Don't ever say like, well, you don't eat healthy, <laughs> so I can't eat here. Like that's, ooh, that's going to backfire so bad. So don't be scared. Depending on the situation, you know who you're visiting. You know how they react to things. So you have to do it based on you. Don't be scared to offer to go to the store offer to make a meal or ask them to make a meal together as an activity or offer to like pick up, you know, some snacks or something if you're doing any day trips together as a family and like to pick up stuff for both your families so that you can choose some healthier things without just throwing it in someone else's face because we do want to avoid that especially because part of the joy of visiting family and friends is we're building a relationship with them and when we do stuff like that we're actually tearing down that relationship my next quick tip, whether you are staying with someone else or staying in a hotel or a house, is to reach for protein as much as possible. So as I mentioned, it's not hard to find carbs on trip. They are floating everywhere and we all enjoy them. It's actually not hard to find most typical fats either. Sometimes it's harder to find healthier fats, but we can still find fats. It is a little bit trickier to find protein on the go. So that's one of the reasons that I tend to choose snacks that are higher protein. But when I am traveling, I will still always try to reach for protein first. So let's say I'm going down to the breakfast, you know, the continental breakfast at the hotel. I will look for boiled eggs. I will look for yogurt. I will look for Greek yogurt. I will look for maybe ham or something like that. Anything that has some protein in it. Because if I can get a little bit at breakfast, it's going to be a little bit more helpful. I will also make sure if I'm going out to eat, it's the same thing that I'm making sure that my meal has protein in it, especially for breakfast and lunch, because that's going to help me feel fueled throughout the day. It's going to help me feel satisfied throughout the day. And it's also going to help me make sure that my diet is staying better 
balanced because we just don't want to be overly extreme. I'm a firm believer of moderation, but I do think that it is really hard to find protein on trips. So even if you have to stop at a gas station or a restaurant, scour the gas station for some sort of protein and bring your snacks as that's going to help. And also at your restaurants, make sure that you're trying to pick meals that have protein in it because that's really going to help with your ability to stay stable in your hunger cues. All right. And my final tip is this is more for the situations where you were eating out all three meals. You are in a hotel and you just don't have as much freedom. You're not in an Airbnb or staying with family where you have no choice really over what you eat, but all three meals are eating out. In these situations, I literally say you are going to be a winner if you are two out of three for your meals. That is 70%. That is a winner. We are passing. It is a passing grade. So I need you to look at it that way. And let me explain what I mean. I love vacation. I also really love food. Not only like healthy food, I love junk food. I love desserts. I love all the things that everybody loves. And let's be honest, most of us do, even if people pretend they don't. We love food, and it's part of what makes a vacation enjoyable. It's really part of the fun, you know, to try new things and to do different things. So while I do bring snacks on my trips to help me stay level between meals, I do try to make sure that two out of the three of my meals each day are on the healthier side. So when I look at the menu, as I mentioned, I will look for something that has a little bit more protein in it, something that has some whole foods in it. I try to look for something that has some vegetables in it. It's not very often you get meals with fruit, but I can normally get something with a protein and a vegetable in it, which I think is pretty good. But normally for my third meal, I choose something that's just, I want off the menu. It's just enjoyable. So I'll give you an example. Maybe for breakfast, I'm going to have eggs or an egg white omelet, or just an omelet with spinach and mushrooms in it if I'm at a restaurant. Maybe for lunch, I'm going to choose a chicken salad, and it's going to have all kinds of vegetables in it, and I'm just going to enjoy it, and it has maybe balsamic vinegar on it. For dinner, I've pretty much had two decently healthy meals, and I've brought snacks with me, so my snacks have been pretty good. Maybe for dinner, I'm just going to choose like the good old-fashioned enchiladas if we're at a Mexican restaurant with like some rice on the side. Or maybe I'm going to choose to have fried ice cream for dessert after the meal. That is a two out of three win. That means I am generally over the day making good choices, but I am having some freedom to enjoy my vacation. Like I want that fried ice cream. It is delicious. And I don't want to go home and live no life just because I'm trying to eat perfectly. I believe in 80-20. I believe 80-20 so hard, you guys. It like burns in my soul and I swear it comes out my ears because I really think it's possible. So I believe this, you know, two out of three meals is really effective and it actually works. The other thing is I want you to focus on your hunger cues at your meals. So when we're talking about this two out of three, pay attention to your hunger cues. And when you are full, stop eating. Stop eating. You don't need anymore. Oftentimes we eat too fast and we don't allow our hunger cues to respond and tell us that we're full. And honestly, I do get this because I am a fast eater. In fact, I'm pretty sure that like when I am eating my spoon or fork is a continual circle motion, like mouth plate, mouth plate. I don't think my hand ever stops moving because I am such a fast eater. But I know when I'm eating out that I have to sometimes literally say to myself, Put your fork down and talk to the people around you. You're eating too fast. Not because eating is bad. Eating is fantastic. But eating too fast makes you miss your hunger signals to say, hey, you're full now. You're satisfied because you're doing it too fast. So slow down. 
Enjoy the food you're eating. Enjoy the taste. Enjoy the fact that maybe you're having a dessert. Good for you. Have your dessert. Rah, rah, shish, kamba. I love dessert. (laughs) Enjoy it and go slow and pay attention to when you're full and take more breaks and enjoy the food and the company you're with. We often sometimes also when we're eating unhealthy food, we feel the guilt in the moment of eating it. Like, I shouldn't be eating this enchilada or this fried ice cream. This isn't something I would normally eat. So because we feel guilty, we do it quickly. We start eating fast because we're ashamed. And so we need to stop that habit. You need to say, this is delicious. I am enjoying something on a vacation that I don't normally have. And that is great. And I love these flavors. And I'm really loving this quality time with my kids or my husband or my friends or whoever you're with, your extended family. And I'm enjoying their company and I'm enjoying slowly this delicious meal. So slow down, listen to your hunger cues and shoot for two out of three meals because you're going to be a winner. That's a 70% winner when you shoot two out of three. Now, obviously, I know you may be thinking you're not going to lose weight if you're eating only two healthy meals a day and one's a little bit more moderate or normal. That is true. This is not meant to help you lose weight. When you go on vacation, your goal should not be to lose weight. Your goal should be to maintain, maintain relax, and enjoy the people you're with. Your goal is not to starve to death. Your goal isn't to lose three pounds on vacation. Your goal is to relax and maintain and enjoy. So yes, you won't lose weight on your trip, but that is so normal. The point is that you want to maintain, you want to be able to go home and go back to your normal habits and pick up where you left off. That's going to be the positive. That's going to be the joy. It's kind of a bummer when we go home and we feel terrible because we did so bad on our trips that we feel like we're in a negative hole. But at the same time, we don't want to not enjoy our trips because we're so scared of gaining one pound that we don't even take enjoyment in the company and the situation. So the goal, again, is to maintain. And I know that you can maintain if you're following these tips. I follow these tips for years and years, and they are effective. So we're going to review them again one more time. You're going to make a plan for your workout. That means that you are going to have some set weightless workouts. You can make that folder on Instagram. You can track them any way you want. Another way, you're going to pack bands if you have the opportunity to. So that gives you two ways to work out. And you're going to try to make your trip a little bit more active and choose to enjoy and explore the scenery with your company. You're also going to bring snacks. Snacks are your friends. Snacks are going to help you control your hunger levels and snacks are easy to have when they're non-perishable and there's plenty of snacks that are higher protein, higher fat that fit in that category. You're going to offer to help with meals or getting food when you're staying at someone's house. Again, remember, inclusion, not exclusion when it comes to this. You're going to reach for protein as much as often. It is hard to come by on trips. I've gone abroad, I've gone different places in the United States, and it is always a little bit trickier to come by. So when it pops up, you better believe that's going to be the first thing I'm grabbing. And the last tip is you are going to shoot for two out of three healthy meals so you can enjoy your vacation and you are going to listen to your hunger cues and slow down when you eat so you have good company and enjoyment of the food. I hope they make your next vacation 
so fun. So you feel like some freedom where like you can enjoy the trip, but you can still stay healthy. And there truly is balance there. There really is. And I hope these help you with that. If you enjoyed this podcast or you felt like this was really helpful information for managing trips, I would appreciate so much if you would share it on your social media handle. Please tag me. I love to see those. I also love to see your reviews. Anytime that you write a review, it's really nice. And also make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any episodes. I want to tell you, you're doing a good job. As always, you are always doing better than you think you are. Until next time, 